0: Peace be to you. In the of view, let us begin with a question. Welcome to Curious Catholic. This is a podcast in association with Evangelian Apostolates where we are going to be picking the brains of other Catholic enthusiasts to try and get to the bottom of how to live truly as a Catholic in contemporary times. My name is Dominic Malgeri, and joining me tonight, we have Lindsley Toe, co-founder of Evangelion. How are you doing? Lindsley? The- <laughs> Welcome to the uh, podcast. How are you?
1: You're very well, thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good.
0: I'm pretty good. Uh, first episode. Yeah, so a lot of nerves and energy. Quite exciting to uh, get started into this. Um, so... As part of this podcast, uh, we're going to be, like I said, picking the minds of enthusiastic Catholics such as yourself. Um, so to get us started off, can you just tell us a bit about yourself? Who are you? Where are you from? Uh, are you a cradle Catholic? You're a convert? You're a revert? What's the deal? <laughs>
1: um, I am a cradle Catholic, um, but never really, you know, really got into my faith too much until maybe a couple of years ago. Um Okay, so it's very funny because I'm just listening to the gospel these days in Mass and I'm just, it's almost like I'm listening to it for the first time, um, you know, um, and so it's, it's just been really um, good to try and kind of pick out the differences and like ask these questions. I just have so many questions all the time if anybody knows me um, and just finding the answers really. I'm on that journey and um, yeah, the community has really played a huge part of um, who I am and um, Family-wise, my my father's not Catholic, but my mom and my brother are. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, it has its challenges, I guess, growing up and stuff, um, having a parent that's not um, fully supportive of the faith. But I think in in a certain way it's been a bit of a blessing because then it helps me um, kind of uh, appreciate it a little bit more and you have that, you know, if you don't take it for granted, if, if that makes sense.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you've um you've come back to the faith recently. Um how recent is that?
1: Maybe like 2 or 3 years ago.
0: Right, yeah. Well, because I am I'm, I'm a I'm a latecomer to the faith. I only became a Catholic when I was I think 22 maybe. Uh so that was quite a while ago now, but, you know, since 22 years of my life it was completely indifferent. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting journey and I guess like part of like the evangelion apostolate is about um Invigorating that Catholicism that's inside of you, because I think, like for me, I was baptized as a kid, but I got rebaptized just in case the last one was dodgy. And
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you do that twice?
0: Yeah, it's called a conditional baptism. So they they don't they don't because there was no uh, records on whether or not it was a legitimate baptism. Um, so, so like you're like, okay, we, you've been baptized, um, but just to make sure
1: yeah or double baptize you
0: yeah yeah (laughs) i needed it apparently um (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you 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 came to the faith and like now you're a bit more like on fire with the faith um what's it been like uh having this like late reversion how would you describe yourself before and after
1: oh before and after I guess before, you know, I mean, coming from like an Asian family, all you care about are your grades and, you know, what job did, what job you get, what promotion you get, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so I guess for uh, like most parts of my life, I was very much in that, you know, um, achievement state and, you know, the more trophies you get or the more A's you get or whatever it is. Um. And then fast forward to, you know, my whole, my whole thing was meeting, um, you know, a friend of mine and she was the one that kind of brought me, you know, a little bit um, back to the faith and asking all these questions. Um, so I, I guess my my focus has kind of changed a little bit as well. It's not really about the whole um, work and promotion and stuff like that. And I, I think I found a lot of, um, like, joy and passion in um, young adult ministry, um, you know, being part of KAYAK, Catholic Young Adult Community. So if any of you are in Auckland please like our page and come to some of our meetings my little plug there um but I find I find a lot of joy in community and trying to build that community of you know um like-minded people on fire for the faith and you know it's not it's not just going to mass and um you know doing going through the motions but asking those questions I mean I love it when I start hearing like all the why and and all that because then it just shows that they're actually engaged and um, yeah I don't know it's just um, something that I'm really passionate about with the community side of things
0: so like beforehand you were just like like regarding your faith um were you just kind of like a Sunday
1: oh totally I yeah. mean I, I would be part of you know ministry like um ch- children's liturgy or choir and you know communion ministering and stuff like that but I never really realized like how much like unengaged I was with the Um, actual teachings so I mean I've never left the church but I was never I was physically there but never really there if that makes sense yeah yeah
0: Yeah, yeah. what was it that uh, spun it around for you
1: um I think people again community having those friends um so Kayak first started um by Francine and she was somebody that worked with me at the bank and I only went because I was trying to support her and you know (laughs) it was brand new and it was only like three of us at the time so if I didn't go, it was very obvious. So I only went out of maybe like <laughs> guilt or something at the
0: yeah 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 yeah
1: <laughs> like sympathy. Um, but then, uh, but then I started meeting people, and you know, like I got on with them. And um, fine, it was Valerie. She's going to like gloat, I guess, when she listens to this. But <laughs> um, she she was the one that really kind of um, drew me a little bit closer to to the faith. And you know, I remember going to. I think it was Set Free. Yeah, Set Free maybe two years ago with her and Fran. Um, and I just remembered like, wow, you know, like having that environment. It was only a weekend and I, it was something that I really craved. And then I was asking my friend um, Lucy, you know, like oh, I wish it was something longer. And then she goes, there's this thing called Hearts of Flame," And I'm just like, what is this? And then I find out it's 10 days and I'm just like, Wow. So I went yeah. to my first hearts of flame and um re- met, met you know some really good religious um priest and um people there that like really just transformed um my faith and and the way I, I looked at things and it mostly came from um actually it was funny it was the Eucharist because I've never been to mass where you know like a priest like treats the Eucharist with such reverence as if I I joke about it, but it's as if he believes it's real, but (laughs) did you not, if you just, I've just never, ever, ever seen priests, like just not doing it casually. You know, like if that's why I'm so confused, like if it is, if it is the body of Christ, how can we not just be in awe and just like look at it as if it is God? Like I've, I, just, I don't know It's just, it still baffles me all the time so um, yeah. I think through people's actions and and just the way that they are um it just got it just got me
0: yeah it's really cool because um like uh, that's one of the things that Bishop Barron talks about um with with the faith and with Catholicism is that it's really is an, an embodied faith and so there is an element of um we need like a human a- action. We need to actually start living the faith in order to in order to believe it. So it's not just a mental thing, but um, or a spiritual thing, but it's a really physical thing. And like I guess you kind of see that so much in the church, like with like it's so tangible. Everything in the church: the kneel, stand, sit, uh, the smells and bells, as they call it. And then like you know, the Eucharist in, in the bread and and such like. So that's really cool. So Like community is a massive part for you then, right?
1: Mm, huge.
0: Yeah, and you just kind of continued on with kayak. I was just thinking, this is this is kind of turning out as a, an advertising episode for every ministry in uh, New Zealand.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but you know, that's what we're here for. You know, spread the good word. So um, now you're now you're on fire for the Lord. And um, what's like, what is it about the church that really gets you excited at the moment? Like having post reverted.
1: Um, I think first and foremost, you know, whenever I I remember I went to World Youth Day in 2008 and, um, you know, I I was quite young at the time. And I remember looking up to all these, you know, youth group leaders and um, people on fire, you know, like they'd be doing music ministry and they'd be leading us um, in in faith. But then sadly, I, I look around now, hardly any of them go to church and they've just kind of drifted off. And I've come to realize that maybe, and this is my theory, maybe what we're all missing at that time was the actual um, direct relationship with God, you and God, not you and the community. That's important. But, like, for me, my main focus is how is my relationship with God right now? Like, am I actually connected with him? Um, And the community gets you there. But I think sometimes people get too focused on you know, the doing and like, oh, you know, this is so fun, we're gonna organize this, we're gonna organize that. And then they forget they forget what it's actually about. Mm -hmm. Um so for me, like no even though I'm doing all these different things, like for me my main focus has always been like the adoration time and you know just the alone time with God and it's i know it's something that um, i really um treasure in the morning because i don't know why my adoration I've, I've grown like a huge love for adoration this year something just clicked i don't even i can't even explain but i'm so thankful um i i work very close to the cathedral so i get to go to a daily mass um and for some reason my time of adoration only works in my head anyway um just before mass starts, that that quiet time I get, you know, like half an hour or whatever, and I just go before um the Tabernacle and I just can't it's just my time with him and there's no one there. I think maybe that's why there's just no one there and it's just our alone time. Like that's just, you know, like the best part of my day and I like look forward to it every time. So for me, like the the post um coming back to church or whatever you want to call it um has really been the alone time or like the purpose uh, you know, being purposeful about my relationship with him as much as it is about the community. But like for me, it, it really is that one-on-one um, right. with him. And then, you know, meeting all these people, you know, me me, and two close friends have a aspera group, which is kind of like Exodus 90, but for women. Um, right. Yeah, that's been so transformational to, um, you know, checking in. We used to do it every week um, and you it's just that consistency that you have, and you get to talk about God. And I, I don't, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of, I mean, in the banking sector, you probably don't talk about God very often, if at all. So yes. it's been, it's been pretty good to kind of just, yeah. Can
0: I was going to ask you about that actually, because like uh, you were saying how your life before uh, reversion was so focused on like grades and promotions, and, and then you're working in this um, in corporate world in 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 the banking world and like you know it's quite easy to talk about your faith in regards to a catholic community or going to mass or adoration but um the you know being catholic is being catholic everywhere. Mm. so so uh i guess like how ha- has your has your work life changed how how has it how has uh, your your you know normal life uh, been affected by this Discovery of the Eucharist and reversion into Catholicism.
1: It's still changing. I'm not there yet, to be honest. Um, yeah, yeah. But I laugh because I tell the story. The first heart of flame I went to, um, obviously you to take time off because it's 10 days, right? Um, and so when I came back, my colleagues were just say, Oh, what did you do over summer? Right. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> <clears throat> so the first year I said, Oh, you know, I just went to Palmerston North, Nindigo what's in Palmerston North? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I went to, um, is it Martin? Is that the town? Yeah. I went there. I did go, why would you go to Martin for 10 days? I'm like, oh, I just hung up with some friends.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's the perfect kind of uh, like description of anything Catholic. Just, it's like, you, you do what? I, I went to Palmerston North. Why? Yeah. Where did you go there? Martin? What's in Martin? It's like, I went to Mass. What's that? <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> um, but then this year I said I went to a church summer camp And then they were like Oh, I didn't know you were religious oh, <laughs> oh, You've been God. discovered <laughs> uh, So yeah. I, I, it, it is baby steps I am trying But every year, you know I have a yeah. little bit more <laughs> confidence Yeah,
0: you know It's definitely a process Yeah, I mean Because um, I, when I converted I was at university And I was part of the Catholic chaplaincy and then I moved into a Catholic community, and then when I came to New Zealand, I worked at the chaplaincy. So, really, only since 2019 have I experienced my faith outside of a Catholic context. I mean, there's been ex- times that I've been surrounded by non-Catholics and uh, having to deal with that, but it's been so so few and far between. And so now I'm f- I'm finally like I'm on a I'm studying nursing and not necessarily everyone's Catholic um, or Christian for that matter. Although it's really cool. One of the girls posted a, did a blog post. Mm-hmm. It turns out she's Christian and she shared it on her page and it was like, oh, wow, this is cool. And she's like, here's something I wrote. You guys can read it. And it's like how to do discipleship. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she's Christian now. <laughs> yeah. Really good yeah. Like blog as well, actually. Um,
1: Get her to Evangelion, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I've, so here's, he's his Like something that I'm trying to work out, and uh, something I pose to you is, um, now you've got this faith, and like I guess you've had a similar experience to me of like realizing the faith is like this is awesome, this is the most amazing thing ever. I always used to explain it as like imagine you've heard a song that you just think is the best song ever, and you just want to share it with everybody. So I'll listen to this; it's so cool, and you play it to them, and you're singing along to the lyrics, and and, you know you're just hoping that they like the song. But like that's how I felt about Catholicism. And so my question to you is, like, how do you share that with people? How do you share that with people um, when you meet them or do you? (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, again, in the Catholic circle, I'm very open about it. And, you know, we can just talk and talk all day and I just love it. And it's so easy because it's that safe environment. But I think that's why one of the reasons why I've kind of um, grown a big love or just kind of stumbled into it um, for apologetics, because, yeah, I've got a lot of um, secular friends, and they've got a lot of questions. And I got caught out in a few conversations before. And like for me, like after you know my um, fire was ignited for for the, the faith and stuff for me not being able to answer those questions properly or feeling like I let the church down or I let God down or, or something like that was just very heavy on my heart. And so like, ever since then, I've just like, I just want to know every single angle I can, you know, learn from a, a, a particular topic. Cause I, I don't want to get caught out and I don't want to let, you know, I don't want to let God down by mm. you know, not, not being able to answer. And I don't want to like I don't know. Very dramatic. Like I don't want to lose their soul. Like you know, like I want to tell them, but mm-hmm. I just don't know how to articulate it. I don't know the uh, answer. So, um, for me, it's 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 a huge it's a huge thing. The whole apologetics, um, and I mean, in my own family as well. You know, with my father or even my brother, who's super lukewarm. Um, right. I, yeah, it, it, I think it's a bit harder with family as well. Having those kinds of conversation. It's always. Um, yeah, because you care about them the most, but it's it's just the hardest.
0: Mm, no, yeah, I, I I kind of agree. I, I get that because my I don't think any of my family's Catholic. I mean, my my dad's technically Catholic because he's Italian, and so you are just kind of Catholic, Catholic. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, he hasn't been to mass since. Well, I the only time I know that he went to mass was he came to New Zealand because he lives in the states, and he came to New Zealand and. Um, well, so I was at the chaplaincy, he came to see me at work, and it was really cool. So I took him to Mass, and I was like, I didn't think he was a Catholic. So I was like, oh, when it came to communion, I was like, oh, you got to do this. It was like, um, I'm Italian, you know, so I know what to do. And then after that, he said, the last time I went to Mass, it was in Latin. So I was like, so he hadn't been to Mass in like, well, I don't know, 50 years at that point. <laughs> so he hadn't been since he was 10, and then, <laughs> you know, and then so... the he went about five years ago <laughs> but then my mom she's technically anglican but doesn't really go to church my stepdad doesn't believe in god um my brother's probably agnostic uh, so yeah like i have that thing on my heart like oh crap what if they don't make it <laughs> to heaven kind of thing then my family they should do so i just pray really hard for them um, how
1: do you deal with it? like
0: uh, i don't know <laughs> just complete repression no uh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> don't think about it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just uh, again because they're in England, my mum and my brother, so I, I don't really get to talk to them about it much. But I guess I just keep them involved in my life, and I don't, sh- I don't hide any details, um, which kind of like adds to my philosophy of uh, be attractive and confusing, um, mm-hmm. which I'll go okay. into in another episode. Yeah. Um, right. <clears throat> so yeah, I. Um, but yeah, it's, it's something you're talking about, and it's it's real. It's really true, like with the, um, the the fear of the fear of hell and the the hope for heaven uh, for for people. It's like I think that's something that people are like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely believe in heaven and hell, but it's way too intense to actually, you know, they don't realize the the reality of it in 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 everyone's life. And it's kind of like I, th- I think in the society. That we live in, it's really uh, relativist. It's kind of like, yeah, you can be Protestant, I can be Catholic, they can be Buddhist, they can be Muslim, and you know, something'll work out. You know, <laughs> it's just like we're all on the same path, really. It's like um, Jesus didn't come to those guys. I'm just saying, and he did create this church and he did say these things. Um, but yeah, like I think that's that's something that really, um, you know, it's it, it's it's the it's the fuel that burns. The flame in my heart of like the reality of other people's faith, um, or lack thereof, and the the consequences of that, um, mm. yeah, because uh, and you were talking about apologetics, and I was like thinking, there's again another thing that burns um burns uh, fuel for me is that that one uh, Peter three fifteen, where it's like always be ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks, uh, you for a reason for your hope, and I just think I just think that's like a you know a challenge it's uh it's a uh, an obligation almost it's like always be prepared is you know it's like you know you should probably know a few things it's like no you've got to be prepared and so that's what the apologetics thing is it really is just getting to know the um the ins and outs of it but then it ends with that line a reason for your hope um so how do you, how do you think what do you think about like um, how does how do you embody Christianity? How do you embody your faith on a day to day basis? Do you think there's anything do people notice it other than you saying I go to a Catholic summer school or?
1: Mm, that that's actually a really hard personal question actually because it's something that I probably still struggle with and I don't think I'm I'm like very good at um, still right. to this day. I'm like I love because you know, you know, Ash Wednesday, when you go to mass, mm-hmm. <laughs> we had this chat in Kayak the other night. So like, if you go to morning mass, or you go to lunchtime mass, you have that ashes on your head, what do you do when you get out of the church? <laughs> it's like, right. do you leave it on? Or do you rub it off? So it's, it's it's those kind of stuff, right? Where, um, you know, like, I'm not perfect. And you know, I've got, you know, like, when when I get into my type A kind of mode where I'm just like, just get this done, get this done, get this done, you know, checklist, checklist, checklist. Mm -hmm. I'm very much like that at work, right? Boom, 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 boom. Um, Sometimes I know it might not come off in the most charitable way. And then I'm just like, I don't want, it's kind of deliberate because like, I don't want other people to give other people a reason to throw, you know, more rocks at the church or something. (coughs) Um, But at the same time, it's something that I struggle with. So Mm. I just finding that balance, but I know, I know like as, you know, me a year ago versus me now, or even two years ago, completely different. And I, and I know that, but it it is still something that I struggle with. Um, Mm.
0: No, it it is really tough. And like, I think we can fall into track of like uh, the trap of overanalyzing everything. It's kind of like, Oh, I should have said that better. I should have done this better, Mm. but I am, there is that there is a, you know, I guess the reason for our hope is the knowledge that it doesn't end with us. Um, It starts and ends with God, you know, the alpha and the omega. And it's kind of like as we, yeah, because like it's been, it was really, I was really conscious of it as I was going into my nursing degree yeah, of like, as far as I'm aware, none of these people believe in God and it's, I've been put there. God is, you know, I genuinely believe I was I was called to Auckland. I was called to the chaplaincy. And the reason I left the chaplaincy was because God asked me to. And the reason I took up nursing was because that was what God's call was on my life. And he doesn't do things by mistake. So now I'm here. I'm in a cohort of 110 people. And if they don't believe in God by the end of the, <laughs> by the end of, you know, by the end of time, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of on me a little bit, you know, um, Wow. Your hero, Father Mike Schmitz, was once giving a talk about like, he's saying, you know, you can, he's kind of hard to hear, but like it, it really helped me. He's like, you can fail at being Christian. You know, we've been given a mission. And if you don't do it, you're kind of, it's not, it's not doing it. And so like, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it's like, there's it all these things. Like I'm a 30 year old. I'm going on to a, a, a course, predominantly female and teenagers. Uh, it's like, if they're not, they're not the, easiest people to just talk to stuff, you know, and how do I go in? It's like, uh, do you know of your own personal savior, Jesus Christ? (laughs) Just to everyone I go up to it's like, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. Um, so like, yeah, I've been really, really conscious about how I, how I do that. And it's not an, it's not an easy path to walk. And especially, um, you know, with my, my my family as well. It's like, I remember, (laughs) um when i was doing um after uni in 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 wales i went to london and did a youth ministry at a volunteer missionary community called spec and um i got such so into the retreat mode and the uh, youth ministry mode i came back and tried youth ministry out with my brother and he's my older brother so he was like okay stop being so condescending <laughs> i'm not asking you any questions anymore <laughs> I'm like damn it i ruined it <laughs> that was on me um but, yeah, yeah, hopefully, um, was it? Matt Fred says, you know, hopefully the, the bull crap that I talk, say is uh, manure that will grow fruit. <laughs> um, so that's my prayer every day. Um, but, yeah, so, like, the journey for Faith For You has been, like, would you say it was just kind of like nothing and then all of a sudden it just, like, shot right up and then now where you're at today
1: no it was not it was the hardest thing ever because like for me like coming from a science background I know I don't do anything to do with science now but all through high school and stuff I I was going to you know go down that earth medicine and all of that that's another story but um so science you know math you know everything is proven there's an experiment and everything's in a logical order with the uh, you know mathematical equations as well you can prove everything from a certain source so you throw me into like i remember i went to a theology of the body weekend oh that was so hard yeah. um, and i will it was the hardest right. I, don't, I don't know if you were there dom that weekend i,
0: I it could, quite possibly i've done it like six times
1: just definitely was there um But anyway, some of those concepts there, I was just like, no, my secular mind was just like in overdrive and I was just Mm. rejecting everything like, you know, like, no, 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 you can't tell me this. And like my first, um, uh, what is it, Uh, encounter with theology, like I've never done theology before and I don't even know how to think still as. Uh, theologian I just don't understand right. that thing It just doesn't make sense like what do you mean it's not black and white like why is it gray like it can be this mm-hmm. it can be that didn't didn't make any sense to me still doesn't yep. um, but I've enrolled into another theology theology of the body cause um with Maria this time and We've just done our first session, and then lockdown happened, which is kind of good because I was just already feeling like this is only the introduction, and I'm already like all the questions are coming up again. So, um, right. a little bit of a break is is quite nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, the whole the whole faith thing um, just didn't didn't like connect with me because um, I'm I'm not. I mean, like I'm a very like logical kind of. I think I think with my head more than my heart sometimes, but I think ultimately. I think i think with my heart but it's just takes a while yeah. for me to get there so so the right. whole journey to faith thing was um kicking and screaming honestly like poor <laughs> god i don't know how he did it but um it was a very very recent um kind of the way i see it it was like a, a jump across a ditch you know, yeah like, yeah
0: you're like god i know you can walk on water and t- turn water into wine but how did you get me here
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, water <coughs> and all of yeah. That.
0: well that's i mean that's really cool because i mean I think theology of the body is a is a is a big doorway to a lot of for a lot of people. But yeah, I mean I've run it like five or six times and personally every time I do it like the exact same course. Yeah. Uh, Freedom to love. It's like it's brand new. I'm just getting it like I remember the last time I ran it, I was kind of like, Man, I've done this six times, I can't get anything else out of this and then like I was writing notes. <laughs> you know, just like smoke was coming off the page, yeah. you know. <laughs> like why didn't I realize this before? <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, and like again, so many people that have been on the course with me have just been like, I was with, um, <laughs> I was with this. There's this one girl. Uh, who we were giving the talk the, well, they were doing the DVDs, and she was like, <gasps> <laughs> like, like, audibly like shocked at a few things that were being said, and yeah, it's like, like, uh, and I think like in the small groups as well, she was asking heaps of questions, and it's like what, I, that's that's not how I live, but that's what, <laughs> you know, kind of, because it is a, I, I think being Catholic, I mean, it's, you know, it is about as crazy as saying I'm going to take 10 days off to spend in Martin in, in Palmerston North. It's like, why would you do that? There's literally nothing there. And, like, it definitely seems that from the outside, but it's just like this, it's this, like, r- crusty old package in the back of a warehouse, but inside of it's, like, absolute gold,
1: they have no idea. Yeah, I crave. I crave. Um, uh, have. What is it? Hearts of Flame. Every year, like I would be so devastated. I'm praying so hard that this whole COVID situation is going to be okay. In terms of like, what is it? First of January to the tenth. Like, please let me right, go to Hearts yeah. of Flame. Like, I need it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've got a a friend that's going to be going for the first time, and she's really she's really kind of like logical and kind of uh, safe, and she's kind of like look. Um, I'm trying to book time off, but I don't want to buy a ticket if I can't get the time off. Uh, and then, you know, I can kind I of get a refund on my ticket for this and that? And the other I was like, look, I will pay for your ticket. I will give you the refund if just, just, just go, just buy the ticket. So I think she's bought the ticket now. So pray that everything goes well because I am
1: everybody I am. needs to go to Hearts of Flame. Like I can't that the that team, that ministry, like I don't I don't think they know the kind of impact they have on people's life. Like it's amazing. Like yeah, I yeah. it's literally like a compulsory thing I make people in kayak I'm like, you're going to Hearts of Flame. Everybody's right. going to Hearts of Flame. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I uh yeah, I, I got the opportunity to be on the team one year, and just seeing it from the inside, mate, it's just a—it's a well-oiled machine. It's just yeah, so, so beautiful, but it's been running for like almost thirty years, so you'd hope it would run well, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So, you are the co-founder of uh, one of the co-founders of Evangelion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What, what is you know, in your words, what is Evangelion?
1: What is Evangelion? Sharing the truth and faith. No, the truth in love. Oh my gosh. Get it right, <laughs> I always Linsley. get that wrong.
0: <laughs> Spreading the faith in love, truth. I don't know. <laughs> Sharing the truth in love.
1: Exactly. Um, it's, it's, it's exactly that. Um, it's a way of kind of lighting the fire into the mm-hmm. hearts of people that we try and touch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you, me, and Adele, um, I think we all have different stories, but mm-hmm. we're all very, very passionate and on fire to spread the word. And you know, like we've we know the impact that it's made on our lives. Like yeah. I want everybody, you know, to 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 experience that love, to experience that truth. Um like as I say it, like my heart is just like, oh, you know, like um yeah, yeah I, I I I can't I can't really yeah I'm finding it hard to articulate but um just kind of the, the passion or the love, like, I just, I just want to, sh- you know, share that with everybody. Like everybody needs to know who Jesus is or like, they just, like, they just need to experience, you know, that, that, that love he has for you or um, mm-hmm. the understand, you know, why the church, you know, says, you know, don't do this or don't do that. But like, I always thought it was just rules, but mm-hmm. there's actually a lot of reason behind that. And then mm-hmm. once you find out those reasons, you're just like, Oh, is that what it is you know mm, mm. um and I, I'm still learning I'm so learning honestly like i don't I don't know too much yet, but you know, just having people go on that journey with me um I was listening to a talk once they say, you know um if you're like a coal and you're burning on your own, you can only burn for you know a certain amount of time before the flame dies out, but like, can you imagine if you're burning with a whole lot of different um colds of different people your fire is just huge and you just can't you know you you just spread and you just keep going further and further and further so that's just kind of my my hope and my dream for the church you know like Mm -hmm. you go to church and all you see are like either very young kids or like really old people like Mm -hmm. where are the people our age honestly like Mm -hmm. You can't like I can't find um young adults or, or youth. So um I think that's the reason why kayak was formed as well because of that need of community because there's mm-hmm. so little of us, but there's just been something that's been happening over the past couple of years and kayak's just grown so organically and so huge. Mm-hmm. And I it's kind of like um was it was um peter right like jesus was saying you're not going to be the fisher the fisherman anymore you're going to be the fisher fisher of men or like yeah you know, i i kind of I, I just want to grab everybody like just come like you know and i promise you we're normal and we have fun and you know we're pretty cool people we do go but, on holiday um,
0: to uh martin once a year but other than that, yeah. really, we really a
1: march <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah, my 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 I'm very very big on building that community for for young adults because I guess because I'm a young adult and I want to have friends as well. So yeah. If you're listening to this, please come join us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um yeah, so uh I know the short answer to this is because I asked you to, but why did you why did you get involved in Evangelion and how like how was it when when it was presented to you? Cause to us I can't really remember. I remember I asked you, but I don't know. I, I can't. You
1: can't remember asked really me well. on um, Facebook Messenger. Did I? <laughs> yeah, you did.
0: Well, we were in lockdown, so we couldn't. We do were
1: things. in lockdown. True. Short answer. I like, I find it hard to say no.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so <you> <laughs> because want to be I
1: love Evangelio, but I'm <laughs> typically somebody who <laughs> can't say no to anything. So I'm like, I I don't. I can't remember how you asked me. I can't remember what you said. I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, tell me more. Then <laughs> yeah, yeah. but honestly, when I when I heard about, you know, um, I think you got me at Father Mike Schmitz or something, and I'm like, hell yes! Like yeah. I would do anything to get him to New Zealand. Um, yeah. like whatever apostolate you want me to go in. But but it but again, it, it's just come, become so much more than you know, us. It's it it really is mm. the um the wider community it really is touching touching as many people as we can and bringing you know those the content you know that that what's um, educated us or touched us in terms of um, the videos and stuff so i'm somebody that i mean i read but like come on i prefer videos over like reading a freaking 500 page document or something yeah yeah. that's how i learn anyway same like those videos um I, I just chuck I go on Ascension Presents all the time, like on YouTube or whatever. When I'm doing the dishes or anything like that, um, yeah, just constantly trying to um, learn more. And, and honestly, everything that they say, I can relate um, yeah. one way or another. And it's just
0: yeah. yeah. So like the, the the overarching mission for Evangelion, one sentence, what you say it is.
1: Mm. I know like the process, of bringing speakers over and blah blah blah, but. Yeah main the main um heart of it is to light that fire into everybody's heart mm. spread that fire right like like I so so many I, I like look back now and I, I always had that little spot but it's never been a fire um right. I yeah, want yeah. to fan I want to fan that spark in everybody you know like come on like there's just so much more you have to know more like this is this is the best thing that I don't know. That's just yeah, the yeah, best yeah. thing in the world. Like you need to know more. Like just believe me, and um, just see. I mean, the impact that it's had on on my life and 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 all of you guys as well. And it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. if only they knew. Like if only they knew.
0: Yeah, I love I love what you were saying just then about like um, how it, this idea of Evangelion it, it started out with me, you, and Adele, and it's just become so much more um because it's not it's not it's not about us in the end of the day um it's about the whole of New Zealand um and like I was just thinking about was it five months ago when we when we started talking about this you know in March um it's like, how, how different did how different do you feel about Evangelion now to when we had that first meeting or when round about that first, those first few weeks when we, we first started talking? How did you feel about it then and how do you feel about it now?
1: Well, one thing you didn't tell me was the workload, honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In my defense, I, I didn't know the
1: workload. <laughs> I don't think any one of us knew what we were getting ourselves into. I am just like, what? <laughs> It's just a simple idea. All we're going to do is just pick up the phone, ring Father Mike, and ask him if he wants to come to New Zealand, and then we're going to, you know, give him the contact number of you know people around the diocese and let them drive it, (laughs) you know, was to bring them here. And I'm like, yes, sweet, I can do that. That sounds easy. And then now it's transformed, and and it's happened in such a short amount of time, right? Yeah. Meeting Charbel and Perusia and like he's really kind of. Connected us um, in, in in the right way, and like thank God we have him. Amen. But just it's evolved into a podcast now. It's got a blog. <laughs> oh my um, goodness, on right? Social media. It's, I mean, I'm just figuring it out as I go. Really, um we're wanting to do retreats. We're doing this online conference, and it's just like. What is going on like i have no idea what we're really, like yeah it's, yeah yeah it's yeah. just transformed so vast
0: it really brings up that idea uh that, that saying um god doesn't uh call the qualified he qualifies the called oh. <laughs> but like like when you first uh when we first had the idea and we started talking about it what were the emotions were they just like just pure excitement and just was it do you feel like you were rose tinted at the beginning and now you're kind of taking the specs off and you're like wow or like and like now, do you feel like do you still have that like this is the most exciting thing ever, or do you think oh, this is just work now?
1: I think it's just even more exciting, right? Um, right. Just to see it from that little little you know simple phone call that we're just going to do to now this huge thing that honestly, like I, I I'm so excited to see what the next couple of months brings, um, you know, leading up to the conference as well. Um, making all these connections with these amazing speakers like what how the heck did we even get in touch with these people i just don't even know so i'm even more excited for it and i'm a lot more i'm a very hopeful um you know to see to see where this can go um, and again, it, it's we we always say it's like it's really not about the three of us because just who mm. the who are we, right? Like it, it has, for this to kind of get any traction, it has to be a whole community thing. Um, and again, community. I keep coming back to community. I just want to build this um, passionate mm. um, community on fire for the faith, yeah. especially like for me, the young adults. Especially the young adults. We're losing so many of them for the wrong reasons to you know say other denominations not mm-hmm. going to name any but why are we losing them and the reasons are just like oh they have um pretty fairy lights they've got really good music they've got yeah, yeah. um boys i mean you know i don't know what what else they <laughs> people go there for but i'm just like why can't we why can't we have that? You know, like why can't we have this community on fire for the faith? Yeah. Mm.
0: Um,
1: especially, in my opinion, we've got we've got all the sacraments, we've got all the right things. Like, where are the young people? Like, what are we doing wrong? So, like, I've got a lot, a lot of um, hope and yeah, optimism, and I don't know, a lot of praying to do. I guess just to to see where this goes, because yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. We we need to ignite the church again, um, and the young people are going to be the future.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I think like for me, if I was answering that question, it's kind of like it did at the beginning. It did start off like super exciting, like you just got like you just eaten like a sherbet lolly, and you just like buzzing off the sugar. This is so exciting, and now it's kind of turned into a uh, a more substantial meal. It's kind of like it still tastes really good, and you're really enjoying it, but it's it's fuller it's got like you know your meat your veg you you know all your food groups and you, you're actually living off it um, but yeah man the work is ridiculous <laughs> I was like let's just let's just all pay into a bank account. Let's just find a bank account. just pay into it. And then it's like, get, let's get other people to do it. It's like, or we could start a limited company <laughs> and a website and a blog page and a podcast. And we could do four events a year. And it's like, Oh my gosh. And then, and then all of a sudden, you yeah, know, we, we meet Charbel who puts us onto, uh, the, the smart Catholic, uh, Don D'Souza. And then it's like, all of a sudden we are like, i I just wanted to convert New Zealand. Now we're talking to America and Australia. <laughs> you know, It's like, oh, goodness. But yeah, I mean, what's really opened my eyes is, um, yeah, it is that community aspect of like, every time we've said, hey, this is our idea, someone's like, it's like we're trying to do the same thing. Let's get together. And, uh, you know, you do meet with the odd person of kind of like, okay, you can do your ministry, but we're going to do our ministry. It's like, okay, see you later yeah. and move on. And, but like, just the... amount of people that all have the same inkling and that when when we don't even we don't even approach them we just put our stuff online and all of a sudden we get an email it's like hey i know this person or hey actually i'm doing this hey can i help you with this and it's like yes yes you can we didn't even know we had to do that
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it's been it's been so good um but we need more we need more help we need more talent i mean Mm you uh, us three are are like limited and finite in what we do i mean we've got a day job we've got other ministries and you know like i'm just Mm. conscious about spreading ourselves thin and stuff but i think what is really getting our team going and it's always been there from day one is the the heart and the passion and the soul that we have for for this cause and and for this mission Mm. that we like, like i think without that you you cannot fake this like you know the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes you would we're not getting paid like you would just quit on day Mm. one like what sane person would want to put yourself through this kind of thing if not feel so passionately about this mission yeah
0: Um, yeah.
1: and and that's what I love about our team like I think sometimes we've got differences I'm sure Um, (laughs) but I, I think we all have the same heart and we're all coming from the same place Mm. Um, and and meeting more people in the community that share the same faith as well. And I mean, the same passion is just, it's just so humbling. And, you know, our friends, right? Like they've all volunteered to let me help you with, you know, this and that and that. And it's, it's just so nice. It's just so nice to know that we're supported and we're not the only crazy idealistic people because this Mm. is reality and we're going to make it happen.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think like I feel like you couldn't do this if you weren't passionate for it. But luckily, our passion comes from an infinite source. So hopefully, that I mean that definitely sustains us in this. You know, and like you say, you're um, it can like on fire for the faith through the Eucharist and the Mass and such. Like you know, I think that's definitely our food for faith and our, our sustenance. Um, but yeah, and like yeah, it is a community project. Um. And I think that's something that we, yeah. If we were if we were getting paid for this, I feel like that would take something away from it, because um, it becomes like, oh, I'm 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 getting paid by this guy, so I'm doing this job for him or her, and then they they're giving me money, so I'm not gonna do it when I get home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is like. You know, it's like okay. When can I get more time to do this? (laughs) You know, you know. I don't really need to sleep. No, just not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's fine. It's
0: like hey, I've I've got a ten-minute break in routine lectures. I can quickly just do some stuff. You know, kind of thing.
1: It's actually how we work, eh? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's the only time, right? I know. But yeah, I think just to round off the the episode, I think it's been, I mean, there's been so many gems in this so far, but like if you had to say anything to somebody listening right now about Evangelion to maybe get them on board or about um, the mission to spread the faith, have you got anything just that you think you could say? I mean, I think you've said quite a lot that would be inspiring enough, but...
1: What can I say about Evangelion? You know... It, it is all our missions to kind of um, gather the, the people and um, what is it? The discipleship and stuff. Um, if you only knew how much, and I, I, I probably don't know either. And I don't think any of us know how much God loves us. Um, truly. If you only knew how much he loves you. Um, and if you felt that little bit, um, wouldn't you want to share that with everybody? Um, wouldn't you want to help build that kingdom? and you know, ignite that spark, and you know, save all these all these souls. Like, and I'm, you know, like personally as well. Me and you with you know, family or people that we really care about, and they're not, um, you know, in the in the same kind of um wavelength or or, or passion as us. Um, it does hurt, but as many people as we can help or um reach out to, um, that's my dream and it's my goal. Um, building that. I know, I keep saying it community, but really building that community, you know, after mass finishes. Like don't leave, like I call it like the Catholic med rush to the car park or something, like everybody right. rushing out the door as soon as a priest goes like past you. Um why can't we build that community and um you know just be at church the whole day or something? You know, like right, yeah. so, it's just it's just something that I kind of envision and like I really want for um for for, for, uh, for us all and I don't know. I'm not articulating it well, but just I just I just see this, you know, community, you know, like families and um, people just in you know in love with Christ and in love with each other and um, just changing the world throughout our our individual actions, right? Because the people that we talk about the people who don't believe or don't know they're never going to walk into a church or they're never going to be talking to a priest, but what they will do is see you at work or see you at uni. Mm. Um, what are you going to do to kind of show them? And I know you're going to talk about it being confusing and attractive or so. Oh, I don't know what words to keep using around, but
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's all our jobs to do that. And I guess with Evangelion, we really want to try and help um help you on that process if you're by yourself you know if you don't have that community like you have Evangelion get on you know we're, we're going to be posting so much Dom's going to be talking so much on this podcast Adele's going to be writing all these blogs um, all these retreats are going to come up like you're not alone in this like none of us are alone so I, I hope that it I'm talking to somebody who might feel isolated especially during lockdown and COVID and stuff um, there is hope and you're not alone, and we will always be praying for you as we hope you pray for us in this mission. Mm. And, yeah, what are you waiting for? Get on board! <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you haven't seen the videos already. Yeah. All right, well, thank you very much, Lindsley Toe. Um, how about if we end with a quick St. Michael the Archangel prayer? It's in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the hour of battle. Be our safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, Prince of Heavenly Hosts. By the power of God, cast and tell Satan and all other evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of souls.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. Okay, thank you, sister, and I'll see you on another Zoom call another time, huh?
1: <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Bye.
0: Hey, God bless. Bye. So that was the end of our first episode ever of Curiously Catholic. And if you want to find out more about our podcast, you can check us out on the Evangelion webpage. That's evangelion.co.nz or look us up the Curiously Catholic. That's Curiously Catholic on all podcast apps. So thanks for staying tuned to this one. And look us up and uh, share, like, and subscribe so that we can get this mission out there. Thank you very much and God bless.